We're back here on the block, wrapping up hour one with some news that uh, came out yesterday. Uh, big news, some local news, uh, local tie to it. Terrence Crawford Jr. back in the ring. The fight we've all been waiting for. The fight against Errol Spence Woo. Jr. It's on, straight. It's on, finally. In Vegas. They got the money July right. 29th. They got the money right. We've been waiting on this. This is probably out, outside of the Ryan Garcia and the recent Javante Davis fight. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, and, and you know, recently Haney, people was, I would say Haney was probably, Haney and Lomancheco was probably just a little bit below them. But this is the one that everybody's been waiting for. Um, we've had those on the text line. Some of them, uh, I've had friends text me um, and tell me they rolling with Bud. Um, I'm rolling with Bud. I'm rolling with Bud. Look, I, a good friend of mine lives right or real close to uh, where, um, 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 what's his name? His trainer or him? No, he, uh, so Bud, Bud. No, the other one. Oh, Spence. 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 Errol Spence. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> See, they, these are these older moments. Errol Spence. A uh, good friend of mine lives close to Errol Spence. Um, so being that I've spent a lot of time in Dallas, you know, obviously when he's fighting other other people, I support him. But uh, when you're talking about these two going one one up, head up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in Bud's corner for this one. Mm -hmm. I just think I think Bud is very well-rounded now. I think, I think Bud can't play with this one, though. Um, this can't be about showmanship and, you know, extending and taking too long. Sometimes Bud tends to um, wait a little bit, allow things to develop, see, kind of feel him out, catch you know, where his counters can be, all of these things. And sometimes guys can build up rounds on him. Mm -hmm. and, and you don't want to do that with Errol Spence. So I, I, I think as long as Bud is, is, is going out for the kill, and not necessarily overly aggressive, still maintaining his style, but just not letting Arrow rack up rounds. Uh, I think this is going to be a good fight. Spence, 28-0, 22 of them by KO on the flip side for Bud. 39-0 in his career with 30 of them by knockout. What does a win do for Bud? What does that mean for his legacy? Um, I think this is the huge payday. Um, the, Bud has done very well through his career. Um He's one of the ones that brought fighting back to Omaha, which has been great for the community as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, he does a, a great job in the community of Omaha. He stayed right here. Um, he is a, he is the form of a Jasker, <laughs> which is okay. Uh, but he he also has his gems, and and he's right there in the heart of North Omaha. And and you you've got to love that for what he's done uh, as well in the community. So I think legacy wise, this is the this is the huge payday that that puts you in the legacy category of things to be able to do with your family and your children's children and all of that, which is a blessing. So um, I'm looking forward to hopefully him solidifying him being probably pound for pound. If he does this, you, you can't question. You can't question pound for pound at this point. You know, who mm -hmm. else? Who else? Who else is, is in the mix to, to, to meet that challenge? No one. In my opinion, yeah, I think, and I, I don't I think, think we're it. being biased. I don't think that's yeah. the Husker Red show. And he could retire at 40 and 0 and be good. That was my next question. I'm yeah. glad you went there. They got it done once. We we rarely see one of these fights. We usually get a second one and then usually a third. Do you think we get more than one of these? Or do you think, say Bud wins, he goes out on top? I, I'm sure the contract is going to be in place 
for either of them for a rematch. Gotcha. Um, depending on how that rematch goes would then determine whether you have the threes because mm-hmm. whenever you have those great pinnacle-type fights, you're usually going to get them in two and three. So it, that's very possible that that can happen. Absolutely. So that'll be July 29th uh, in Vegas. We'll, of course, be watching Have Eyes On It pull for our guy, bud. I might even go. Ooh. I don't know. I'm, 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 I might. Well, I, might I think there's something else you might be in Vegas for in late July. Yeah. In the yeah. works. So, if you're in the area. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, the the, uh, the Summer League um, looks like I'm going to be out there seeing what the Women Yaba sweepstakes is, uh, is doing. Um, I meant to send something to you before we end the hour, which we're about to. Um, if you remember, Wimbenyamba in the 19U, uh, Fran, it was the, it was the international games. Uh, I want to say it was 2020 or 2021. Uh, they faced, they, they destroyed the competition, ended up facing the United States in the finals, Mm. France and U.S. U.S. dominated the competition got to the finals, um, and there was um, one gentleman that ended up dominating the scene, and his, um, Ken Lofton Jr. They were getting beat. Wimbenyamba and France was working them over. I mean, they had Jaden Ivey um, from Wisconsin. What's his name? that that just oh lied. Davis Davis mm-hmm. all of them they it was it was a stock team that USA team big three hundred pound Ken Lofton Jr. was the reason they came back and beat France because he was working over Wimbenyama and I think that's going to be the thing to keep your eye on is somebody with that kind of strength and physicality being able to overcome and overwhelm uh, Wimbenyam. Because he, if you go and look back at the tape, he worked him over. Mm-hmm. Worked him. And then that's how they won. He actually led the team in scoring. And I thought that was interesting as we get – Then Edie. Yeah. Then Edie. Then Holmgren. Oh, Holmgren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and Holmgren is, is, is very – Holmgren is skinnier than the Slim Reaper. And yes. I thought you yes. couldn't get any skinnier than the Slim no. Reaper. And if you don't know who the Slim Reaper is, that's KD, K- Kevin Durant. We call him the Slim Reaper. They're, 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 <laughs> I didn't think you, <laughs> I didn't think you can get any skinnier. But keep your eyes on this too. Um, the rumor mill is out. There is, uh, <coughs> it, it's in, it's possibly in the works. A deal with the Lakers are are possibly uh, looking to package something with uh, Hachimura and so forth and so on to bring. Uh, a reconnect, reunite uh, Kyrie Irving back with the the uh, Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James. So I don't think he's retiring if that happens anytime soon. Eyes emoji. We'll keep watching. We'll keep watching. Let me just end the hour with this. Thank you for bringing up Kenneth Lofton Jr. I love those kind of undersized point forward types that have a little girth to them that don't look like they should be successful, but Kenneth Lofton Jr. is a baller. Baller. Love that guy. Yeah, and, and I love the underdog stories. Big time. And so I, I meant to send it to you, but I forgot. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm going to mention this. is that thing we talked about yeah. earlier. We're going we're gonna to mention something. That we are. Uh, what are we mentioning in the 3 o'clock hour? We're talking Big Ten AD turbulence. Iowa's athletic director Gary Barda announced today that he's going to be retiring effective August 1st. And just a few days ago, incoming Big Ten member USC dismissed their athletic director, dismissed, resigned. I forget exactly how it happened. But anyways, he's out. So that's a, a big incoming program without an AD and 
Iowa, right next door, a really successful university, losing their athletic director. What does that mean? What are the cards hold? What does it mean for the Big Ten? We'll get into all of that and some more as we continue in Hour 2 on the block.